Welcome to episode 90 of Biz Nation. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb. Just 10 more episodes to go, and that's only 10 weeks. Today, I have the wonderful Jay Manning recap chatting about coaches and even coaches for coaches. I'm really enjoying these recaps myself, and I hope you are too. So let's step right into it. If, if all we needed was more information, we'd all be millionaires and we'd all have six paths, right? It's not the information part that, that's missing. It's the implementation. It's the fact that we make fear-based choices or we, we get stuck in a pattern of analysis paralysis or a pattern of procrastination or a pattern of overwhelm where we don't take the appropriate action at the right time or in the right way. I learned from my own experience with hiring coaches and mentors that that in fact was the missing piece. And so I became an, a, a very loud proponent of, of mentorship and, and coaching. I didn't certify as a coach at that time. I, I got very involved with mentoring innovative startup entrepreneurs. And a few years back, I went and got my certification as a coach more because I was concerned about what I didn't know. I always say, you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. so I wanted to make sure that I was as valuable to my clients as I could possibly be was the, was the real onus. And then on January the 3rd, 2020, after I had a, it's crazy. On the 2nd of January, 2020, I had a very deep meditation. Eventually got up, went to sleep, and about 3 a.m. in the morning, I sat bolt upright in bed. And I literally, out into the blackness, I was like, I have to help life coaches. And my wife was like, what? Go to sleep, go back to bed. And I ran to my office and that's where I sat for the next three months, really getting my head around what that meant. And it started an entirely new journey. What I quickly learned about coaches was that they are not your hard-nosed business person. They, they intend to make an impact in the world and then they find themselves an accidental entrepreneur as a result because they now are forced to build a business around it in order to sustain it and to make greater impact. So my drive has become very much focused on moving them and from the space of accidental entrepreneur to intentional coachpreneur. I'm not the coach that's gonna, you know, that is promising them seven, multi-seven figures in the first six months. I'm the coach that helps them build a business that supports them getting their first client and then a repeatable process thereafter. So it's 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 the unsexy bit of business building <laughs> that comes before hitting Instagram in your bikini <laughs> to tell the world how amazing you are. So it, it's processes, it's strategy, it's, it's systems, it's clarity before the visibility part. I've, I've always got a coach. I'm never without a coach in different areas. You know, I have a coach for, um, she's worked with me for the last uh, two or three years in my agency. We, you know, because the reality is the person you need to be at every level of your business changes. Who I needed to be as an entrepreneur when I was a four-figure business owner, it's very different to at the advent of COVID. We were just touching. We were just, we were about to hit the consistent, when I say I'm anything, there's, there has to be at least be three months of consistency. So we were just at the tipping of actually going to eight figures. I was a, I had to become a very different entrepreneur at every stage of the way. So are they, because you don't, you never reach a point where you've achieved it all, where the growth stops or it shouldn't. I mean, that, it's crazy. We never, no one ever puts down a book and goes, well, now I know it all. There's no work to be done, right? Because yeah. no matter how far we get, when we get there, we want more. We want better, we want more streamlined, we want more ease, we want more challenge, we, we want more. The more never stops. And a coach is a phenomenal way to, to make sure that you are always at the top of your game. 
yes, I have heard coaches. In fact, I've been in groups where people have said, you know, I, I know I'm a coach, but I'm, I'm just going to get a coach this once. Like there's almost like shame around a coach having a coach. Mm-hmm. Heck, therapists have therapists. Lawyers need lawyers, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> plumbers need plumbers because plumbers are out cleaning everywhere else's, to- you know, pipes and their wives are complaining that no one's cleaning the ones at home. So even plumbers <laughs> hire plumbers. Yeah. The reality is there's no shame. And in fact, if you wouldn't employ someone in your industry, why are you in the industry? I like If that. you wouldn't back the industry, you shouldn't be in it. The reality is when you're in your business, you're in your business and you can get sucked into always being in your business. Yep. I work with large uh, blue chip corporate clients. They're demanding. They require me to be in my business. A coach is, my coaches have always kept me accountable for stepping back, taking a look at the bigger picture and devising a strategy around what it is, you know, we're executing on and and how we're growing and developing versus just being stuck on the hamster wheel of producing. It's an easy trap to fall into. And that, and that probably has been where I've always, I've always said, my coach is my secret weapon. (laughs) My coach is what keeps my business growing because I don't always have my eye on the growth ball. I've got that on the production ball. And those are two very different balls. We all only have 24 hours in the day. And a lot of that, you know, I speak as a woman. Some of that day was spent putting on mascara and lipstick and doing my hair and then getting in a car and spending 45 minutes driving somewhere. Living life the way we were prior COVID, you know, we were losing easily, easily three to four hours of productive time in our day that we won back with, with COVID, with, with now being remote in teams. Of course, that has its challenges, but by and large, we actually gained hours in our day, which gave us more time to work on the business. Also, business slowed down. Globally, everything slowed down. What happened was, I think, a lot of people either decided that they needed to pivot or it, that they now finally had chance to work on their business or they had to re, re shake things up a little in their business. And so they did. Again, it was a case of the world stopped. We had a pause. You got off the hamster wheel. When you get off the hamster wheel, you can take a look. There's been an immense amount of work on businesses, re-strategizing because of the fact that businesses slowed down. You, you, you can't afford to throw money you've got smarter with how you spend you know you've got smarter with your teams you've you've people have had to downscale which means they've had to improve the efficiencies within their business so yes i think there's been a huge huge move towards a luxury almost a luxury to stop long enough to work on your business well that is mostly the state in which they come to me and purely because and, and they'll and co- i get asked by coaches all the time what is the one thing i need to do what's the one thing i need to be focusing on and i always say to them well you're starting a business so you have a baby it's in its infancy and if i said to you what was the one thing you did to keep your baby alive what would you tell me you know would it be eating drinking <laughs> pooping sleeping you know like what is that one thing there is no one thing and especially in the online space, you know, you've got, you've got technology, you've got, there are a lot of things that go into building a business and they do, they, they get into a car. So I, I work them through a four piece model. One of the biggest mistakes I see coaches making, and I understand why, because everyone tells them to, in fact, everyone tells any business to, the place you start is let everyone know that you're open for business, hit social media, market the bejesus out of yourself. One of the very first pieces that I have to work on them is the clarity component. And this is different for coaches than any other industry. Coaching is a a very tough sell because people wake up and they know when they need a lawyer and they know when they need a plumber heck they even know when they need a therapist they even know when they need a husband they never wake up and go you know what i need is a coach outside of hussein bolt and serena williams that no one wakes up and goes 
you know, I'm, I'm gonna go find myself a coach today. So that is the first thing is that it's people don't truly even understand the value of a coach or what a coach really is. It's still a little bit undefined in most people's minds. Second problem is most coaches don't know how to articulate what they do in a way that conde- uh, conveys value to their would-be clients. Clients can, uh, coaches can be, and I say this with all the love in the world, fluffy, you know. They love to talk about, you know, excavating your inner unicorn and freeing your, you know, releasing your inner superhero and living your best life and authentically and all that kind of stuff. No one's ever going to go, oh, I want to buy myself some authenticity. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. And it's not really about what they're coaching on because the coaching itself is an effective model. It's a transformative model. It's about the messaging. And the other thing is a lot of coaches believe, you know, I'm a coach, I can, I can help everyone on anything. And that's all good and well, but you can't market to everyone because marketing takes resource, whether it's time or money or both. It takes time to, to connect with a market. So if your market is everyone, that's an immense amount of resource you need to put behind connecting with everyone. We move over to the strategy around what it is they need out of their business. Like what does this have to the sticky? And based on what, what we develop in that space, we then go on to build the structures. The structures of you know, traffic generation, lead generation, uh, sales system. Um, you know, I walk them through what it's even like to sell. A lot of them have a lot of reticence around selling. The, the strangest things get in the way of coaches. It's fear of success, it's fear of failure, it's uh, fear of technology, it is a negative relationship to money, an issue with valuing, putting a price to what it is that they do, you know, that, that imposter syndrome kind of thing. We work through all of that and then we develop a visibility strategy and then we implement an, an accelerated visibility strategy, which versus the usual strategies, which is build your list, you know, build your list, post on Instagram, which could take you four years to get 200 subscribers. You can't build a sustainable business on that. You know, so we work the numbers in terms of what the numbers are that we need to get to where they need to be and it's different for every coach. And then we devise the strategy to go and make those numbers happen pronto. The only way I could guarantee the outcome is if I controlled all the variables and I did the work for you. You have a responsibility in that, like a sporting coach. Serena isn't phenomenal at tennis because she's got a coach. She's phenomenal because she shows up every, every day. She takes coaching, she's coachable, mm-hmm. and she implements it in a way that works for her. That's the secret sauce. It's not the coach that makes her successful. It's her part in that partnership. So a lot of people get hooked up on this. Ask for guarantees. If a coach gives you a guarantee, run. They have no idea what they're talking about. Or they're just outrightly lying, one or the two. You have to understand your responsibility in the relationship. Ask your people and look for congruency. So here's the thing, is in your business, you have to accept that you are the CEO. Your coach is an advisor in your business, someone that can help you, you know, see beyond your blind spots or whatever the case may be, push you a little further than you thought you could go. But you have to remain in control of that relationship. And a lot of people almost abdicate their power to a coach in, in, with the expectation that it's going to be amazing. The result's going to be phenomenal. It's just not how it works. Hiring a personal trainer is not enough to lose the weight. And, and it's, it's, it's exactly the same thing. It, it does. There is, if I could find a business model where I could just hire someone and then sit back and watch Netflix and I would see the results, I would have done it by now. If you find it, let me know. I'm up for it. Like, like if you can find a business model that works, I'm up for it. In 20 plus years as an entrepreneur, 
I have not yet found that. It's a shit sandwich that goes with everything. You know, there's the fun stuff and there's the not such fun stuff. You cannot sit in an employee mindset going, well, just tell me what to do. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. It will fail you. You will fail yourself. Thank you for tuning in to this short episode. If you would like to catch the full episode, please head on back to number 51 on this podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I love spending time on Clubhouse. We can have a great conversation right across the globe, so please join me there by searching my name, Kerry Zab, or you can catch me on my website at kerryzab.com.